Este es el cuarto verso del Sillastaka. someday, but um, I want you to get into Shishastakam in English. And one more? Can I do one more, Gopinath? Please do. You can all sing together. Janarapi suni chena Tuhorapi sihishnuna Amanina manatena Kitaniha sadhari Feeling lower than a blade of grass More tolerant than a tree Ready to offer our respects unto others Not wanting any respect for myself Then I can chant, chant constantly I can chant, chant, chant Constantly, I can chant, chant, chant constantly. I can chant, chant, chant constantly. One more time together. To not appear, soon it changes. 
That's preview, coming attractions, which someday you will get. Hare Krishna. So let me pull this out. If I... Okay. Con permiso. No hablo español. Después no puedo contar ese español. Solamente inglés. Pero... Yo he pensado que ustedes um, can feel, sentido. Pueden sentir, sí. Yeah. Even you don't understand English. Incluso podemos sentir la canción, incluso si no eh, entendemos el inglés. ¿Verdad? ¿Cierto? Yeah, yeah. ¿Cierto? True, true, true. ¿Verdo o verdo? ¿Verdo y verdo? ¿Verdad? Verda y verda. Okay. So, can someone remind me what we were speaking about last week? Uh, what did we end the class with? The very last thing. Does anyone remember? Don't expect me to remember. After, you know, I give like, since this class, I think I gave eight classes and I can't remember. Does anyone remember the very last thing we were talking about? So um, I kind of wanted to take off from that, and maybe there's questions also. What I remember is you were talking about the balance between uh, forgiving and having compassion, and um, well, that was kind of my question, and I think I think you ended on answering my question, where um, we can still have compassion for people, we can still not think, take things personal, but that doesn't mean we have to be doormats. I just read a letter that Prabhupada wrote, and he was he was being asked by a devotee about sometimes we criticize people and how to understand that. Entonces, Prem Kichol estaba recordando cómo habíamos terminado la clase la semana pasada y en su clase Mahama Prabhu estaba contando que leyó una letra, una carta acerca de cómo debemos comportarnos. And Prabhupada said, we love everyone, but sometimes we criticize them because they do the wrong thing. Entonces, en esa carta, Sila Prabhupada decía que nosotros amamos a todos, pero a veces los criticamos porque no hacen lo correcto. And he gave the example of a tiger. Y dio el ejemplo de un tigre. And he said, we love the tiger, but... We don't embrace the tiger. We say that tiger is dangerous, but it, but because I say it's dangerous, does it mean I don't love him? Entonces dice que decía que el ejemplo da el ejemplo de un tigre, ¿no? Que nosotros amamos el tigre, pero no embrace, pero no lo no es no es abrazar, es 
So it looks like when we criticize or chastise, we don't love. But that's not true. Entonces, bueno, y el ejemplo iba eh, orientado a decir que cuando nosotros eh, criticamos o, o castigamos, o sea, eh, no amamos, pero en realidad eso no es así. Yeah. So, I will say the tiger is dangerous, because the tiger is dangerous. Uno puede But it doesn't mean I hate the tiger. Que el tigre es peligroso, porque es, un tigre es un animal, un animal peligroso, pero eso no significa que no lo amemos. Yeah. So one time a devotee was trying to understand um, how Prabhupada would say things which appear to be racist. Entonces, eh, una vez un devoto estaba intentando eh, entender eh, algunas cosas de que si la Prabhupada decía que parecían ser racistas. So I was explaining that you have to start from the principle that a self-realized devotee doesn't see people according to the body, so it's impossible that they could be racist, even if what they say sounds racist. Entonces, eh, su gracia está, había, estaba diciendo ¿no? que hay que empezar desde la primicia de que un de, un, alguien que es realizado, un devoto realizado, no ve a la gente por, lo, por su cuerpo. Entonces, eh, él no es racista, aunque hay algunas cosas que se pueden interpretar de esa manera. So, if you ever read anything the Prabhupada says and said, well, that sounds sexist, racist, whatever, the first principle is to understand that Prabhupada does not see us as our body, so it couldn't possibly be racist or sexist, even if it sounds like it. Entonces, cuando uno lee así la Prabhupada, y hay alguna cosa que nos parezca racista o sexista, o lo que sea, ¿no? Hay que recordar que él no nos ve a nosotros como el cuerpo, por lo tanto, no es racista ni so, sexista. So, sometimes Prabhupada will state something as a fact. Entonces, a veces, eh, si lo Prabhupada decía algo, así como un hecho, ¿no? The tiger is dangerous. And then we say, oh, that's not politically correct. You can't say bad things about the tiger. Entonces, algo así como, hey, el tigre es peligroso, y nosotros a veces podríamos no reaccionar, hey, well, eso no es políticamente correcto, no podemos decir eso acerca del tigre. If we can train the tiger so he won't bite us, then I don't have to say anything bad about it. But as long as he's going to bite us, I have to say that. And it, it doesn't represent how I feel about the tiger. You just muted no, yourself, Gopinath. No, yeah. no está tu micro. Ah. Uy, gracias. Eh, entonces... Nosotros podemos entrenar al, al tigre para que no nos muerda, pero eso no significa que, eh, que, o sea, que todos los otros tigres van a mordernos de todas maneras. Sometimes you, you might read stories of acharyas severely chastising their disciples, and it, it, it seems like they're mean people. That's not fair. They shouldn't say that. That's not kind. That's not empathetic. It's not compassionate. It seems like that. Entonces a veces podemos leer historias acerca de algunos acharias que castigan a sus discípulos y lo hacen de una forma muy severa. Entonces a veces se podría interpretar como, hey, él no está siendo un buen acharya porque no está siendo compasionado, no tiene compasión por eso. But from their perspective, what's generating that statement or the consciousness to make that statement is their compassion. Because they're thinking this is what's best for this person. Pero desde la perspectiva de la persona que está castigando o, o llamando la atención, ¿no? eh, 
él está siendo compasivo porque él piensa, hey, esto es lo mejor que puedo hacer para esta persona. So, when a person loves God, then it's impossible that they hate anybody. So we have to understand that principle. They cannot hate anybody if they love God. And you can't really perfectly love if you hate God. Entonces, cuando una persona ama a Dios, hay que entender que realmente no puede odiar a nadie. Y, mm. y el problema es cuando uno eh, no se puede tampoco odiar a Dios, ¿no? Now, we were having a discussion on this topic. It's a, it's a, it's a concern for, for many devotees that there are things Prabhupada said that can be easily misunderstood. And it's a fact if you don't understand what I'm saying now and understand the context the broader context of what Prabhupada's saying, you could misunderstand something and, and think it is a racist or a sexist statement. Entonces, si es verdad que si uno no entiende como el contexto más amplio de lo que dice Sila Prabhupada, uno puede malinterpretarlo y decir que es racista, por ejemplo. En algunos casos. Oh, so, Prem Kishore, I made the microphone lower. Is that better now? Prem Kishore is saying, um, is that better? It's much it lower. Destroyed? It was good the way you had it. No, someone said it was distorting. Oh, no. no Pretty sure you're in an echo chamber. For some reason, I don't know. Okay, is that okay now? You can still hear? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. sounds good to me. Yeah. Well, um, so we have this comment. Um, Pretty sure made a comment that uh, do we have to accept all this, the statements Prabhupada made? Um, we would have to discuss each statement to understand if Prabhupada is explaining, explaining it according to Shastra, making a social commentary, perhaps based on specific knowledge. But a lot of Prabhupada's social commentary was based on Varnashram. Entonces, Prem Kishore hizo un comentario en el chat y Suresh Mahama Prabhu nos dice que hay que no se, se, si, no se puede eh, como generalizar lo que dice Sila Prabhupada, sino que habría que verlo. Eh, cada cosa hay que analizarlo por separado para ver si está basándose en el Shastra, si está haciendo un comentario acerca de la sociedad. O, y en general, los comentarios de Sila Prabhupada están basados en el Varshastra. So, the, my point is, um, some of Prabhupada's statements require, require a broad understanding of what's behind what he's saying. Because if you just take it on the surface, then it may appear racist or prejudice. Um, and I'll give an example. Entonces, eh, lo que, el punto al que quiere llegar es que algunos comentarios de Sura Prabhupada tienen que ser entendidos con una... O sea, tienen que entenderse desde una perspectiva un poco más amplia para no ser malinterpretados. Y ahora va a so, you take something within Vedic culture, like child marriage. Entonces, por ejemplo, se toma algo como que está en la, en la cultura védica, como el matrimonio infantil. Or you take something in Vedic culture like shudras not getting money, working but not getting money. O, por ejemplo, se toma algo de la cultura védica como que los shudras no les pagan, no, no tienen Now, dinero. There, there are reasons for this. Y hay, hay razones para esto. 
but it doesn't work in our culture. Pero así no funciona nuestra cultura. So sometimes Prabhupada's talking about a theoretical model. It works for this reason, but he's not saying we should do it, and that's where we we misunderstand. Entonces a veces Sri Prabhupada está hablando de eh, algo que tiene que funcionar en esa en ese contexto cultural, pero que no necesariamente tiene que funcionar en el nuestro. No está diciendo que tiene que funcionar en la cultura en la que nosotros vivimos, y eso es lo que a veces no entendemos. But in Prabhupada's generation. If a girl was 13 and she wasn't married, that was like her father was ready to commit suicide because they would they would find a husband at, starting from around the age of eight. Then maybe 11 or 12, they would move in their husband's home. Entonces, eh, eh, sí, pero en la generación de Sila Prabhupada, cuando una niña tenía 13 años, y estamos hablando de la India, ¿no? Eh, y no estaba casada, eso era como un un suplicio para su padre que el objetivo era que esa niña ya estuviera casada. ¿no? So, you know, that's child marriage in our culture. Y en nuestra cultura eso se llama eh, matrimonio infantil. What about her future? What about her education? She's getting married at 13. ¿Qué pasa con su futuro? ¿Qué pasa con su educación? Se va a casar a los 13. Different culture, different situation. Una cultura distinta, una situación distinta, época distinta. Women, women did not have to work. They lived in a joint family. Entonces, en esa cultura, las mujeres no tenían que trabajar y vivían en una familia conjunta. It was a whole different paradigm. And, un paradigma distinto. And, and um, it prevented the whole problem of illicit sex because the girl, by the time she hit puberty, she was already married. Y bueno, y eso prevenía el problema del sexo ilícito porque a la edad que ella entraba a la pubertad ya estaba casada. So, if we talk about it in theory, we can say, you know, when a girl grows up from the age of 13, chance she'll become pregnant before she's married, have an abortion. She'll have many relationships with many men. It's going to impact her, her relationship with her husband after having so many relationships. The same thing for the man. So in theory, you say, oh, okay, let's solve that problem. It's, and, it's, and it is a big problem in our society. Y, por ejemplo, mirándolo en, la, en una perspectiva en la sociedad, en la cultura en la que nosotros vivimos, por ejemplo, eh, una, una niña de 13 años que muy probablemente ya ha tenido relaciones sexuales o, por ejemplo, que se haya tenido que hacer un aborto, eh, ese tipo de cosas eh, tienen implicancias en su vida marital en el futuro, ¿no? Y también para, a, para los hombres. Entonces, de cierta manera, ese tipo de problemas se habrían eh, arreglado. Con... Pero también si, si hablar de eso teóricamente eh, puede aparecer como una solución. Teóricamente. Ah, claro. Eso no, no, es, no es como un... Eh, no está diciendo que sea así, sino que es como teóricamente podría ser una solución. Gracias, Francisco. But you know, when we hear, like Prabhupada said, well, his wife was something like eight when she was betrothed, betrothed to him, betrothed to him, and he was like 13 or something. You hear that, and it's like this is crazy. Y entonces, eh, por ejemplo, el ejemplo de Sila Prabhupada, el su fue el matrimonio se arregló cuando su esposa tenía ocho años y él tenía como trece años, más o menos. Y nosotros pero como, pero system, como loco, ¿no? En ese sistema social, 
there was no abortion. There was no divorce. All the children had parents. Parents stayed together. So it was a very stable situation. And marriage was more about stability than romance. Y entonces, pero en esa cultura eh, se puede ver que no había abortos eh, y que en general el, el matrimonio era, tampoco había separaciones, ¿cierto? Y en, en general el matrimonio ahí era más acerca de la estabilidad que del romance. So, doesn't sound, sound very romantic, romantic, does it, if your parents at the age of eight find you a husband? No suena muy romántico, ¿cierto? Que a tus papás, a la, cuando tengas ocho años, te encuentren un esposo. And pretty much, and then you're like 11, 12, 13, you get married, and pretty much you spend most of your time cooking and cleaning. Y entonces, cuando tú te casas así tan joven, vas, de cierta manera, pasas toda tu vida limpiando y cocinando, ¿no? So, so, you know, it sounds kind of, you know, a little bit like exploitation. Entonces, suena un poco como explotación. <laughs> Someone said that to Prabhupada. He said, well, better be exploited by one man than many men. Because he's saying the alternative is you're going to have sex with many men and they'll all exploit you. So, you Entonces, know, he's coming from a different perspective than we are, for sure. Entonces, se puede ver que si la Prabhupada tenía, venía de una perspectiva cultural distinta, porque una vez le dijeron esto, oye, esto no es como explotación. Y él dijo, bueno, mejor ser explotada tal vez por un hombre que por muchos hombres, ¿no? And I'm sure there are people who will say, yeah, but even if you go back to those times in that culture, there were so many problems with those young marriages and so forth. And that's probably true. But I don't think as many problems as we're having today in our marriages. Bueno, y eh, uno también puede pensar que estos, o sea, una de las opiniones puede ser que estos matrimonios de personas tan jóvenes siempre tenían muchos problemas al, al, al ir creciendo y al darse cuenta de cosas, ¿no? Y la opinión de Suraj Mahama Prabhu es que es muy probable que eh, muchos problemas que tengamos ahora en las relaciones maritales eh, sean, eh, puede, pudiesen ser resueltos eh, con un matrimonio de esa manera. Anyway, it's, it's a big discussion, but I'm just choosing one topic to show that you have to you know, understand the, the whole background context for a statement. Otherwise, the statement itself is shocking. Entonces, eh, esto solo, solamente lo estamos conversando como ejemplo, pero la idea principal es que hay que eh, ver bien como el trasfondo de, de las eh, afirmaciones que hace Sita Prabhupada para poder entenderlas mejor. You want to hear something really interesting about protecting women? And we, because we are, we, we are very modern people, we don't know these things. ¿Quieren escuchar algo muy interesante acerca de cómo proteger a las mujeres? Eh, porque somos personas modernas y no siempre escuchamos este tipo de cosas. In around 1920, I was told in New York, it was illegal for a woman to rent an apartment by herself. Entonces, no one 20, would rent an apartment to a single woman. It wasn't considered en los, safe. En los años 20, eh, era ilegal en Estados Unidos que una mujer eh, sola arrendara un departamento. Lo consideraban so, que no era seguro. You know, a lot of what's in our philosophy that seems, that doesn't seem politically correct or very Victorian, was, you know, very, just common in, even in American culture a hundred years ago. 
Entonces, muchas de las cosas que nosotros conversamos que pueden parecer como viejas eh, o muy así como que no se pueden aplicar, eh, eran cosas que sí existían, por ejemplo, en Estados Unidos hace 100 años. So, naturally, someone's going to say, well, do you think it was good that they didn't rent apartments to women? Is that what you're saying? Entonces, naturalmente, alguien va a decir, eh, bueno, ¿y tú piensas que está bien que no hayan podido arrendar un departamento that's, en los años 20? That's another discussion. But I'm just saying, these principles were quite common. It's not like, this is Vedic. It was like the whole world. It was just common in every culture. Entonces, eh, el punto que se quiere llegar es que estos principios védicos eh, eran comunes en la cultura antes, ¿no? There is a video, it's about 1920 or 1918, when the first motion picture cameras were developed. They put a motion picture camera on a trolley in San Francisco and they turned it on and you, you get to see San Francisco in like 1920 or 1918 driving down Market Street, the main street downtown. Entonces hay un, hay un video de la ciudad de San Francisco en una, cuando se inventaron las cámaras de video y que se ve un trole ¿no? en, en esa ciudad y se ve el trole, el trole avanzando. You should all look it up. It's very interesting what you'll see. Y nos recomienda que lo veamos porque es muy interesante lo que vamos a ver. This is California, considered the Wild West. Esto es California, lo que se y que se consideraba el, eh, el oeste salvaje. Yeah. So, I will explain to you how much of a woman's body was shown in the clothes they wear. I'll, I'll explain exactly what Ahora was les shown. Ahora les voy a explicar cuánto de la, del cuerpo de las mujeres se mostraba en la, con la ropa que vestían en ese tiempo. They were covered from the floor to about here. And their heads were covered. So basically, this is all you saw. And their hands were covered to about here. Entonces, that la, was just normal. Lo, lo que vestían era, estaban tapadas desde los pies hasta el cuello y las manos también y la cabeza, entonces se veía como solamente la cara. Y eso era It's lo normal. Only, only 100 years. Solo 100 años antes. We have a commercial in America for cigarettes for women and the ad is you've come a long way baby <laughs> hay un comercial de cigarrillos eh, orientado a las mujeres en Estados Unidos que yeah. dice el eslogan hey has eh, caminado mucho un largo trecho chica yeah they've come a long way but not all of it is good claro eh, han caminado han caminado un largo trecho pero no todo ese trecho so, es, es bueno necesariamente so I, I think part of the problem for us being growing up in a modern culture and never seeing the things that Prabhupada talked about, we think it's very archaic and, and but much of it, if not, if not most of it, was just common even in America. Entonces, eh, habiendo nacido nosotros en una cultura tal vez un poco más moderna, a veces lo que Sila Prabhupada nos dice eh, nos puede sonar, sonar antiguo o sea muy, muy antiguo, pero eh, hay que recordar que ese tipo de cosas eran comunes, incluso en Estados Unidos, en el mundo entero. Now, the other thing is, Prabhupada may make a general statement, but you don't really know how he would apply that in every situation. And when you have the opportunity to work with him, 
and see how he applies it, you see that oftentimes he applies it directly in contradiction to what he stated as a principle. Entonces, eh, había algunas eh, como afirmaciones que Sri Prabhupada decía y que cuando uno trabajaba con él, así como estar uh, eh, codo a codo, por así decirlo, eh, Sri Prabhupada a veces eh, actuaba de forma distinta a como a esas afirmaciones. So that's also important to consider. Y eso también es algo importante and, a considerar. And, and this is this is something you can ask yourself when you read anything that Prabhupada says. And say, I wonder how he applied this. Can I find out how he applied it? Because some statements seem um, almost um, lacking compassion and empathy. And it doesn't make sense that a pure devotee would speak those things. So you want to know how he applied those things. Claro, entonces eh, hay que tener cuidado cuando uno eh, interpreta las palabras de Sr. Prabhupada porque hay que también cuando hay algo, hay que considerar cómo era que Sr. Prabhupada aplicaba lo, lo que él decía, ¿no? Porque puede que haya dicho algo muy duro, eh, pero en realidad lo aplicaba de otra manera. Um, reading, um, reading Prabhupada biographies is very important because you'll, you'll get insight to how he applied many of the things he taught, and a lot of that will surprise you. Entonces, eh, leer las biografías de Sri Prabhupada es muy bueno porque nos da una, como una visión de cómo él aplicaba lo que él decía en, en, su, en su día a día, en, en su quehacer. I think one of, the, one of the most common things is how Prabhupada dealt with women. Y yo creo que una de las cosas más comunes era cómo Srila Prabhupada eh, lidiaba con las mujeres. He didn't treat them like they were less, lesser beings. Él, él, él no las trataba como si fueran seres menores. Or less intelligent or less capable. O menos inteligentes o menos capaces. From reading his books, you could you could come to an understanding that that's how women should be treated. Entonces, eh, leyendo los libros de Sir Prabhupada, uno tal vez podría eh, llegar a una conclusión de cómo las mujeres debiesen ser tratadas. And then a man may treat a woman that way, thinking sí. he's he's following Prabhupada when in fact he's not. Entonces, puede que algún hombre trate de mala manera a alguna mujer leyendo los, las, los libros de Silo Prabhupada, cuando en realidad, cómo, lo, cómo aplicaba Silo Prabhupada, su enseñanza era diferente. So, in regard to Prem Kishore's question, it, it would require discussion um, for each, each comment that Prabhupada made, you know, to understand what the reference is, what he's basing his statements on and I can give an example Entonces eh, con respecto a la pregunta de Prankishore eh, lo que hay que hacer es cada statement cada afirmación que asocia la Prabhupada hay que enlazarla por separado y ver cuál era el contexto en el que se decía y ahora va a dar un ejemplo So Prabhupada once said if you have a bigger brain more intelligence smaller brain less intelligence and that 
men's brains go up to 64 ounces, women's brains only go up to 32, which means men are more intelligent. Entonces, Prabhupada una vez eh, dijo ¿no? que los, los cerebros de los hombres, eh, o sea, el, si uno tiene más cerebro es más inteligente, o un cerebro más grande, si tiene un cerebro más chico es menos inteligente, y que bueno, los cerebros de los hombres eh, tienden a pesar más que los cerebros de las mujeres. I heard Albert Einstein had like a 32 ounce and uh, Marilyn Monroe had like a 54 ounce, something like that. Entonces, eh, eh, el, Einstein tenía un cerebro como de 32 onzas y Marilyn Monroe tenía un cerebro que pesaba más que eso. In any case, we came to find out that, well, Prabhupada explained that he learned this in his university. And he said, this professor, this is what he taught it. This is what he taught. So apparently that was accepted scientific data according to what they understood and the instruments they had to study this at that time. So Prabhupada was just repeating it as a scientific fact. Entonces, eh, es interesante saber que esto, esta información fue entregada a Prabhupada en la universidad por, por un profesor y que... En ese entonces, ese era como los instrumentos que tenían para poder saber si alguien era más inteligente o menos inteligente. So, y ese era como el dato científico que tenía Sila Prabhupada con respecto a esto. There, there may be some truth to the brain size because men's bodies are bigger, but um, how they calculate intelligence is, is different. At least what they've entonces, understood today is different from what they understood then. And so now devotees... Well, They'll say, okay, well, that's what Prabhupada was taught. He was repeating. It's not from Shastra. And um, none of the devotees have, you know, nightmares about it, over it. They just accept that was what he was taught. Entonces, eh, ahora, igual hay cierta verdad que puede que los cerebros de los hombres eh, sean eh, más pesados que los de las mujeres, pero eh, en ese entonces, eh, esa era tal vez una de las métricas para poder medir la inteligencia de un ser humano y ahora ese tipo de métricas eh, ya no no ya And no it, it was it was um, a little difficult for us because Prabhupada said that many times in in talking to reporters he said well women only have 32 men have 64 and we're listening to that and we're thinking really um, so it never really was resolved per se when Prabhupada was here you know I don't think anyone confronted Prabhupada Or maybe they did, but it was just kind of, you know, that's how Prabhupada wanted to preach, and you know. But you won't hear any Prabhupada disciples preaching that way. I've never heard. Have you? Entonces, eh, pero ese era un argumento que o una frase, ¿no? Que usaba Sri Prabhupada muy a menudo en frente de reporteros y y muchas veces eh, los discípulos que estaban alrededor o la gente que estaba alrededor quedaba como en serio. Y bueno, esa era la manera que Sri Prabhupada se expresaba. Y no hay ningún discípulo de él que predique de esa manera, por ejemplo. So, I think that's something that was just universally accepted by devotees as, you know, the scientific idea and whatever in 1920, but later proved wrong and we just, you know, we didn't repeat it personally in Entonces, our preaching. Entonces, eh, ya es como algo aceptado por los devotos que esa era la como se pensaba en 1920, pero ahora eh, el pensamiento ha cambiado, entonces no se predica de esa manera. 
aunque si la Prabhupada lo haya dicho. Now, it would have been a problem if Prabhupada put it in a Bhagavatam purport. <laughs> hubiera would, sido un problema si, si, si la Prabhupada hubiera puesto ese dato en un eh, significado de Srimad Bhagavatam, pero yeah. no fue así. Unfortunately, he didn't. So. Por suerte, no lo hizo de esa manera. So, uh, there have been different discussions also about the moon landing, and so not uh, not all the devotees understand it exactly the same way. And I think the the devotees who are in scientists also understand it uh, a little differently. Entonces, ha, han habido muchas discusiones, por ejemplo, con respecto a lo del aterrizaje en la luna, y hay eh, distintos devotos que piensan distintas cosas acerca de ese hecho. But fortunately, our spiritual life is not lying on whether you believe they went to the moon or not. Y, pero por suerte nuestra vida espiritual eh, no tiene mucho que ver con creer que fueron a la luna o que no fueron a la luna. I think I think what's really important is when the spirit when Prabhupada says something and which we can't really it, it doesn't sound right but we can't prove it wrong then to doubt it is dangerous. Entonces eh, yo creo que el lo que verdaderamente hay que fijarse es que cuando si lo decía algo que nosotros eh, podamos eh, comprobar que está mal y ahí es cuando eh, se vuelve un poco peligroso. Let's use an example. Let's create a, a, a fictitious scenario. Entonces, como ejemplo, creemos un escenario ficticio. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati tells Prabhupada, go to the West and preach. Entonces, si la Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati le dice, si la Prabhupada anda al, al occidente so, y predica. Prabhupada, using his intelligence and logical brain, concludes, it's going to be a waste of time because America is the most materialistic country in the world. They're all meat eaters. It's going to be impossible. So, we're not going to do it. That's Entonces, the material, you know, understanding of that. Desde un, tal vez un entendimiento material, si la Prabhupada podría haber usado su lógica y habría dicho, hey, a ver, en Estados Unidos eh, son comedores de carne, son los más materialistas que hay en el mundo, no va a funcionar. Y así que no voy a ir. And it appears that many of Prabhupada's godbrothers kind of felt that way to one degree or another. At least they didn't give it so much priority. They didn't feel it was that important, if even possible. So they didn't do it. Y, entonces, y parece que algunos de los hermanos espirituales de Sila Prabhupada eh, pensaban de esa manera, así como que no, no le dieron la verdadera oportunidad y entonces no lo hicieron. And from a material perspective, it didn't really look like there was any way Prabhupada could be successful. If you just calculated the pros and cons, um, you might decide, well, better not go, it's a waste of time and money, because it will be impossible to be successful. And that's not how Prabhupada took it. Even if he thought that way, he didn't act that way. He took it. This is the order of my guru. I do it. I have faith in that order. So that's important to understand. Entonces, eh, desde, la, desde una perspectiva material, pensar que ir a predicar a Estados Unidos y ser exitoso en eso era, es como una locura. Nunca habría funcionado, pero... Eh, si lo Prabhupada lo tomó desde otra perspectiva, fue como, hey, mi guru me dijo que tengo que ir, así que eso es lo que voy a hacer. Y... Yeah, so sometimes Prabhupada might say, this is our most important program, like my Gurukul is our most important, or scientific preaching is our most important, or book distribution 
And you might look at it and think, well, doesn't seem to be the most important. I think this is the most important. But that's when you're walking into dangerous turf because now you're you're contradictory, con, contradicting some foundational things that Prabhupada said, and, and that gets you into trouble. Entonces, eh, si lo Prabhupada eh, puede que en algún momento, por ejemplo, haya dicho, hey, el Gurukula es lo que es el, la, el proyecto más importante. No, el, la scientific preaching, que es como la predica científica, es la más importante. Y algunos de nosotros podría haber interpretado como, hey, pero esto no es lo mejor, o sea, o esto no es lo más factible, así que puede que mejor no lo hagamos. Y eso es cuando uno entra en terreno peligroso. Sometimes the only way you'll realize that is by doing it. Like sometimes it just says, this doesn't make sense. It doesn't seem, but then you do it and then you see, oh, now I understand why Prabhupada said that. I see the results. And the okay. result, that may take 25 years to see the result. And you have to have the faith the whole 25, but then you, you finally see, oh yeah, this is why Prabhupada said to do this. Now I understand. Entonces, algunas veces eh, nosotros simplemente tenemos que hacer algo para darnos cuenta de cómo va a funcionar o cómo va a resultar. Eh, puede que eh, no nos haga sentido al principio, pero, y puede que incluso los resultados se vean 25 años después, por ejemplo. There's also the other side of this. Está también el otro lado de esto. Um, Prabhupada may say to do something. A disciple may decide in a particular situation not to do it. Entonces puede que si el Prabhupada haya indicado algo, ¿no? Y algún discípulo eh, haya eh, tomado la decisión de no hacerlo. Because that disciple, he knows the heart of the spiritual master and he, know what he, he knows what he wants. And he knows in this particular situation, if I follow that order, it will produce a result that will displease Prabhupada. So then he doesn't follow it. And that requires, you know, advancement and intelligence. Porque ese discípulo en específico eh, conoce el humor de su guru y entonces sabe que si toma, si, si, si acata esa, esa, ese mandato, ¿no? Eh, en el futuro va a disgustar o va Uh, no, ese, eso, el resultado de esa acción no le va a gustar a Sir Prabhupada y entonces no lo hace. Pero eso requiere so, un, un uh, conocimiento profundo. So you really have to know Prabhupada's heart to do that. Como que realmente hay que, habría que conocer el corazón de Sir Prabhupada para hacer algo así. We have a story that a, GB, a GBC of India came to America to get a break from India and he did some preaching And then when Prabhupada came to America, he said, uh, okay, let's go back to India. And this GBC said, man said, no, I'm preaching here in America. I don't want to go back to India. He was just, you know, he was, you could say, arguing with Prabhupada. Entonces está esta historia de un miembro del GBC que se cansó un poco de India y se fue a Estados Unidos y se puso a predicar allá, ¿no? Y... Entonces llegó un momento en el que llegó Sir Prabhupada y dijo, bueno, eh, regresemos ahora a India. Y él le dijo que no, que él estaba predicando bien ahí. Almost challenging Prabhupada. Claro, como desafiando el, la, his, la orden ¿no? de Sir Prabhupada. His calculation was that the service that he was doing in America was more beneficial and more pleasing to Prabhupada than the service he was doing in India. And that's why he said no Prabhupada. 
Entonces, el, el, como los cálculos que estaba haciendo este devoto, ¿no? era que el servicio que él estaba haciendo en América era mucho más beneficioso y mucho más satisfactorio para Silar Prabhupada que el, que, el, que el servicio que él realizaba en la India. Entonces, por eso le dijo que no a Silar Prabhupada. So, he was telling Prabhupada, he said, no, I'm preaching here. And Prabhupada, you know, he thought Prabhupada took it. Prabhupada was taking that. Well, that's just your excuse. You don't want to go back to India. So Prabhupada said, what is this preaching you're doing here? You know, it just sounds like an excuse. Entonces, eh, él lo que le dijo a Silo Prabhupada fue como, no, no, no quiero ir porque aquí estoy predicando. Y él tenía miedo de que sea como una excusa, ¿no? Y Silo Prabhupada le dijo efectivamente, oye, es, this, es tu excusa. Yeah. So this devotee is like a lawyer. So he had his evidence of his preaching success with him in the other room. Entonces, claro, y Silo Prabhupada le, le preguntó, ¿no? Hey, ¿Cuál es? ¿Cuál, qué, ¿Cuál es esta predica que tú estás haciendo? Y este devoto era como muy ordenado, como un abogado, ¿no? Y tenía en el otro, en el otro cuarto todo, lo, todo el resultado de la predica que él había hecho. He had to show Prabhupada what he was doing and then he knew Prabhupada would agree with him. Entonces él sabía que tenía que mostrarle a Siddhar Prabhupada lo que él estaba haciendo y de esa manera Siddhar Prabhupada iba a estar de acuerdo con él. So in the next room he had 20 brand new devotees, shaved head, tilak, dhoti. Y entonces, Waiting en, to en, go, Prabhupada. This is my preaching. En el, en el cuarto de al lado, ¿no? Eh, este devoto tenía uh, 20 devotos nuevos, pelados, con el tilaka, listos para conocer a Sila Prabhupada. Ese era el resultado. Said, Prabhupada, I'll, sh I'll show you my preaching, and then 20 or 25 brahmacharis come in, and Prabhupada was so happy. <laughs> he, said, <laughs> he said, this is preaching, stay in America. Claro, entonces, eh, sí, sí. Sí, él le mostró ¿no? que, que tenía como 20, 25 brahmacharis nuevos y Sri Prabhupada estaba muy contento y le dijo, hey, muy bien, esto es predica en América, so, te puedes quedar. So the, the disciple who knows the heart of the spiritual master sometimes may disobey in order to fulfill a higher purpose. Entonces, el discípulo que conoce el corazón de su maestro espiritual algunas veces puede desobedecerlo para lograr un propósito mayor. So, Sometimes I hear this little voice in my head of Prabhupada saying, "Why didn't you do this?" Entonces, a veces yo escucho esta pequeña voz eh, en mi cabeza de Sri Prabhupada diciéndome, "¿Por qué no hiciste esto?" But the doing is would be disobeying what he said. You know, I told you to do this, but in this situation, it was creating a problem. So why did you do it? Why why didn't you do something else? I think we have to, you know, be aware. That, that sometimes the spiritual masters say, why did you do this? Say, because you told me. But in this situation, you shouldn't have done it. So, claro, so that's there also. Hay que eh, tener cuidado cuando uno acata las órdenes del maestro espiritual, porque puede que el maestro espiritual nos diga, hey, ¿por qué no hiciste esto? Y tú dices, pero tú me dijiste que no lo haga. Pero la orden del maestro espiritual era como, tienes que hacer esto, pero cuando está en estas condiciones, no en yeah. estas otras. There's a, a Bhakta Burfi story where there was just some new Bhakta and, and Prabhupada told him, wait at the door because, you know, someone important is coming and I want you to meet him. And then that person came and, 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 and then Prabhupada said, don't let anybody come up in my room because we're waiting for this other person. And that person finally came and he wouldn't let, the devotee wouldn't let him go up. So my spiritual master said, nobody can, 
you know. So we don't want to be a, a Bhakta Burfi. In, in obeying the Guru, we end up disobeying him. Entonces hay una historia de Bhakta Burfi aquí, ¿no? Que una vez el Prabhupada le dijo a un devoto, hey, mira, eh, quédate aquí en la puerta y no quiero que nadie entre porque estoy esperando una visita muy importante. Así que, bueno, por favor. Y entonces, cuando llegó la visita importante, eh, este devoto no lo dejó entrar y entonces de esa manera uno está desobedeciendo al Guru cuando uno quiere obedecerlo, ¿no? Hay que tener cuidado con eso. So, you have to be careful on both sides. Hay que tener cuidado con ambos caras de la moneda, con la obediencia Because y la desobediencia. When you end up using your intelligence to dis to actually disobey the guru, that's a problem, and you have to Entonces, be careful. Hay que tener cuidado porque cuando uno eh, usa la inteligencia y resulta que uno realmente está desobedeciendo al guru, eso es un problema. But as I'm saying, sometimes if you don't use your intelligence, you'll obey him and create havoc, because you Entonces, should shouldn't have done it within that situation. Y a veces eh, también hay que tener cuidado porque a veces uno no usa su inteligencia y eh, crea caos. Y entonces hay que, eh, uno por ejemplo de, debió haber desobedecido el, el devoto y debió haber dejado que entrara este, esta persona importante. En any case, um, if you ever come across statements which are difficult from the political correctness, correctness perspective, it's important to discuss that, especially with Prabhupada disciples. What did he mean by this? What is your understanding? What's the context? What's the background? Entonces, es importante cuando uno llega o lee estas afirmaciones que pueden ser políticamente incorrectas, eh, conversarlo y sobre todo conversarlo con otros discípulos de Sila Prabhupada para poder saber qué era lo que él quería decir y cuál era tal vez el contexto. One of my realizations is that sometimes Prabhupada is speaking theoretically, philosophically, but not practically, and that's where we get sidetracked. Entonces, he's saying un... something, like I said earlier, that's not that we would do it, but he's speaking like in a philosophical sense, this would be ideal, or this is the system, but it's not practical, and he didn't mean it to be practical. Entonces, I'll give an que... example. Hay que tener ojo cuando uno escucha las palabras de Sila Prabhupada, porque puede estar hablando de forma teórica o de forma filosófica, no de forma práctica. Y, y ahí es cuando uno se puede, eh, como se dice, eh, salir un poco del camino al interpretarlo de una mala manera. One time Prabhupada said, or he was asked, if you go back to Godhead, could you fall down again? Entonces, And Prabhupada said, vez, yes. Le preguntaron así a la Prabhupada, eh, eh, si tú vuelves a Dios, eh, si llegas al mundo espiritual, ¿no es cierto? ¿Tú puedes volver a caer? Y la respuesta de la Prabhupada fue sí. He said, but it won't happen. <laughs> sí, pero no va a pasar. So, the yes was a philosophical answer, and the no, it won't happen, was the reality. And I'll explain that. Entonces, el sí era la respuesta filosófica y el no pero perdón y el y el pero puede pasar es la, la parte real la parte como práctica ahora lo filosóficamente la, la parte el no es la parte que no va a pasar y el sí es la parte filosófica eso eso el, el, el sí es la parte filosófica y el no es la parte que no va a pasar gracias gracias 
So, philosophically speaking, the jiva always has independence. Entonces, filosóficamente, la jiva siempre tiene independencia. That means, philosophically speaking, you could go back to Godhead, and the fact that you have independence means you could fall down. Entonces, filosóficamente hablando, eh, tú puedes volver a, a Dios, pero la, como la jiva tiene independencia, tú podrías caer de nuevo. But we know it's never happened, because Krishna said, once going back, you never return. But it could happen. As a philosophical point, it could happen, even though it never did happen. Entonces, eh, la cosa es que sí puede pasar porque tú tienes independencia como Jiva, pero no va a pasar porque Krishna dice que nunca, o sea, no se puede volver, pero podría pasar. Ese es lo que el, el punto filosófico de, de la cuestión. So, sometimes Prabhupada will discuss something on a philosophical platform you know, conceptualizing that, but there's, there's no intention of applying it that way. It's just, it's a concept, you know. This is how it, it was. This would be the ideal way. But it, it, but then Prabhupada would say, but it won't work in Kali Yuga. But, so we're talking philosophy, this is the best thing, but it won't work in Kali Yuga. So you have to understand that sometimes Prabhupada talks in theoretical models that he's not intending to apply. Entonces hay que comprender que a veces si la Prabhupada habla en modelos teóricos o filosóficamente que no, no pretende aplicar, así como que puede hablar acerca de algo, pero después decía, pero esto no va a pasar en Kaliyuga. Entonces después habla de un modelo y dice, pero esto no va a pasar en Kaliyuga. I'll give you an example of a very shocking statement Prabhupada made. Les voy a dar un ejemplo de un... Eh, de una afirmación muy chocante que hizo la Prabhupada. Prabhupada was commenting on the story of Hiranyakashipu trying to kill Prahlad Maharaj. Entonces, Prabhupada estaba hablando de la historia de Hiranyakashipu tratando de matar a Prahlad Maharaj. And Prabhupada said, he said, actually, if your son's not a devotee, you can kill him. Y entonces, durante esa discusión, Prabhupada dijo, bueno, y si tu hijo no es un devoto, lo podrías matar. I heard that lecture right in the midst of a big discussion I was having about Prabhupada's non-politically correct statements. That, that was like the icing on the cake of non-politically correct statements. Entonces, él escuchó esta, 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 esta clase en, en, en justo cuando estaba hablando o justo estaba como en boca lo, lo, algunas cosas poco, poco, poco políticamente correctas que dijo de la Prabhupada, y esto fue como el, la guinda de la torta, ¿no? You know, when Duryodhan, Duryodhan was born, Vidura told his father, you should kill him, because he's going to create havoc in the world. Entonces, eh, cuando, por ejemplo, cuando Duryodhan eh, nació, eh, Vidura le dijo a su padre que debería matarlo, porque él va a crear mucho caos en el mundo. So in some rare situation, it may be necessary, and it's not sinful. But it's not that Prabhupada is recommending it. It's a conceptual idea that it could be done if it had to be done. But Prabhupada uh -huh. never recommended we kill our children if they don't come out. If your son doesn't chant 16 rounds, then you can kill him. You know, it's, it's a conceptual idea that it wouldn't be sinful if he... Because the whole point is your kids are supposed to be devotees. And if they're sinful, what's the point of having kids? So Entonces, you could kill them figuratively and it wouldn't be sin because their life is wasted anyway. 
Not that we're going to do it. Not that we're going to go on TV and tell everybody. Lo que se refería a ser el Prabhupada era que, que filosóficamente eso es posible, así como que, por ejemplo, matar a Duridan en este, en este momento no habría sido un pecado, pero tampoco, no está recomendando que matemos a nuestros hijos si no cantan las 16 rondas. O sea, ese es el punto. ¿no? That's my personal realization after I heard that statement. Esa es la, su eh, realización personal después de escuchar esa afirmación. And then I compared it to Prabhupada's statement saying you could fall down. It's just, it's total conceptual idea, you know. In theory, yeah, this is all true, but it's not, we're not going to apply it in, real, in the real world. Entonces, y comparando eso también con, eh, con la otra afirmación de que uno se puede caer después de haber vuelto a Dios, es, son eh, afirmaciones teóricas, afirmaciones filosóficas que no son aplicables. Chandra Pandit said, a rascal's son is like urine Entonces, because he comes from the same place as the urine, from the father. It's kind of like the same idea. What's the use of a rascal's son? He's just destroying, he's disrupting the world. Dice que un hijo de rebelde es como la orina porque viene de la misma parte, o sea, viene de esa parte del padre, ¿no? Y en realidad el es como, ¿de qué te sirve un hijo rebelde? So you know, you really want to, you really to get a clear idea. You also you can't just look at what Prabhupada said, but you have to look at practically what he instructed, because that's the reality. And the other stuff is is conceptual, and it doesn't necessarily mean anything practically until you get the practical. You see how Prabhupada practically instructed us. Entonces, eh, el punto al que quiere llegar es que lo que hay que ver es cómo si la Prabhupada eh, daba las instrucciones de forma práctica en el que hacer, ¿no? en el día a día. Porque las cosas que decía, eh, muchas de ellas las hablaba de forma teórica o de forma filosófica. Y no quería que la apliquemos como al pie de la letra. Sometimes, um, during the height of the, the, the cult publicity, publicity the anti-cult publicity, so you'd, meet, you'd be on Sankirtan and some newspaper would come up to you and say, can I interview you? If your spiritual master asked you to kill somebody, would you do it? Because, you know, Jim Jones asked his disciples to kill themselves. You know, or your guru asked you to kill yourself, would you do it? Entonces, in eh, algunos momentos, no, por ejemplo, cuando estaba de moda todo esto de los cosas anticultos, y la, entonces eh, llegaba un reportero y le preguntaba un devoto que estaba haciendo Sankirtan. Eh, si tu maestro espiritual te dice que, que mate, mates o te mates a ti mismo, que tú lo harías. So theor theoretical answer is yes, but the other answer is if he's a bona fide guru, he wouldn't ask us to do it. Entonces la, la respuesta teórica sí, es sí, pero la respuesta práctica es que si él es un eh, guru fidedigno, nunca me va a pedir que me mate o que mate a otro. Yes, I would. But where did Prabhupada ever ask anyone to die for him? He, he didn't. Entonces, so sí, lo haría, it's, not really pero... real, it's not a realistic question, and you can't give a realistic answer. But you could give a theoretical answer. In theory, yes. 
But if he's a bona fide guru, he wouldn't ask to do that. So I don't have to worry about your question because I'll never be asked to do it. Entonces, eh, se podría dar una respuesta teórica también a esa pregunta, como hey, teóricamente sí, pero como si es un eh, guru fidedigno, él nunca me pediría que haga algo como eso. I, um, about two weeks ago, I started reading the autobiography of Srila Bhakti Siddhanta, and I came to a section in which he was such a revolutionary and so controversial that even some of his senior disciples doubted some of the preaching decisions and, the, and, the, and the, just doubted some of the things he was doing. Entonces, eh, hace un par de semanas eh, empezó a leer la autobiografía de Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati y era tan, eh, ¿cómo se dice?, radical y tan in innovador en su predica que algunos de sus discípulos lo criticaban por eso, como, ¿por qué, por, por qué hacía ese tipo de cosas? And the, the beauty of, one of the beauties of reading that book is you see how Prabhupada exactly followed him. There's so many things in that book that 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 Prabhupada said, but you're hearing it through Bhakti Siddhanta. You go, oh, Prabhupada always used to say that. That's where he got it from. Prabhupada always used to do this. Oh, that's where he got it from. That's what his guru did. So you really see this continuity by reading this book of this dedicated disciple who did everything exactly the way his guru did it. Entonces, es lo interesante y lo bonito de ese libro es que eh, hay cosas que, por ejemplo, salen en ese libro que Sila Prabhupada hacía, y, o cosas que Sila Prabhupada decía también están en ese libro. Entonces, es, es bonito darse cuenta de dónde Sila Prabhupada eh, sacaba o de dónde él sacaba inspiración para poder hacer lo que hizo y de cómo él era un eh, discípulo muy dedicado. So, I think that was one of the most outstanding examples Prabhupada gave us was his his chastity to his guru. It was like it was amazing, like un, unseen before, unheard of. Entonces, eh, una, ese es uno de los mejores ejemplos que nos dio Sira Prabhupada y el, el cual es eh, la, de, la devoción, la dedicación la, a su guru y eso es asombroso. And, And Prabhupada coming to the West, feeling this is impossible, but I must do it because it's the order of my guru. What? That is faith on steroids. Entonces, eh, si la Prabhupada viniendo a Occidente, eh, sabiendo que es algo imposible, eh, con una misión imposible, eh, pero lo hace porque es la orden de su guru, bueno, eso es fe con esteroides. Correcto. Yeah, and, and it's, I think it's important for us to see that because it will give us, it, we'll inherit that quality. Y yo creo que es importante para nosotros poder ver eso porque de esa manera podemos heredar esa cualidad. So yes, we should use our intelligence to understand his instructions, but we shouldn't be over-intelligent because then we'll misunderstand. Entonces sí debemos ser inteligentes para poder seguir sus instrucciones, pero no debemos ser sobreinteligentes porque podemos eh, malinterpretarlo. So, do we have any questions? Entonces, ¿hay alguna pregunta? There's a, um, you know, I, you may have read this purport in the CC where Prabhupada said he, he received the power to preach because 
he took the order of his guru seriously, where, where other disciples didn't get that power because they didn't take that order. But they got the properties. They got temples. They were satisfied with the temples. But they got the temple, but they didn't get the power to preach. Entonces, eh, eh, algo que podemos, o sea, que se da a relucir en uno de los eh, significados de Chaitanya Charitamrita es que Sila Prabhupada siguió al pie de la letra la orden de su guru y que era como, y, y él tenía mucho poder para predicar y que de cierta manera eso es lo que su guru le entregó a él. Tal vez no le entregó los templos, eh, pero sí le entregó el poder de la predica. Poderosa. Una predica poderosa. Predica, predica. Predica, preaching. a preaching. So it, it's kind of significant that Prabhupada put that in his books. He really he noted that. Y es significante que Prusila Prabhupada haya puesto eso en sus libros porque él se dio cuenta, ¿no? De eso. And he noted, um, to some degree, the lack of faith in the instruction to preach in the West. Entonces él también se dio cuenta de cierta manera de la falta de fe en la instrucción de predicar en el occidente. It's quite amazing to think about it that of all the disciples of Srila Bhakti Siddhanta, only one went to the West when that instruction was an open instruction to everyone. It's very interesting. There was some lack of faith there or es, lack of es, something. Es muy asombroso darse cuenta, ¿no? De que de todos los discípulos eh, de Bhaktisiddhanta, de Sila Bhaktisiddhanta, eh, solo uno fue a Occidente a predicar, cuando esa, esa instrucción fue dada de forma amplia, era una instrucción para todos. Y eso es muy interesante recalcarlo. Y de, hay que recalcar la falta de fe que ten, se tenía en esa instrucción. Mm. I think that's very significant. Y él, él piensa que es muy significativo. There's a question, so should I, should I read it? Yeah, sure. Uh, so, uh, Madre Nadia Dasi dice, ¿Cómo debiésemos uh, lidiar con nuestros hermanos espirituales o hermanas espirituales que se rehusan a seguir la orden del Guru porque ellos sienten que no va a funcionar? Y ellos uh, ni siquiera en, empiezan a intentarlo y no tienen fe en esa instrucción. So, how, how should we deal with our God brothers or sisters who refuse to follow the order of the Guru because they feel that it won't work and they don't even want to try and don't have faith in the instruction. I think they should discuss with the Guru their, y, their doubt. Y entonces eh, la respuesta es que se debiese eh, discutir la, esta duda con el Guru. You can try to encourage and help them, but if that doesn't work, They should reveal that doubt to their guru so he can dispel it. Entonces se puede también intentar eh, impulsarlos, intentar entusiasmarlos y ayudarlos, pero en última instancia eh, esas dudas con respecto a la instrucción se debiesen conversar con el guru. You know, it's an essential aspect of spiritual life. Es una parte esencial de, de la vida espiritual. 
because if you put more trust in your own mind or your own perception, then you're going to have difficulty in your spiritual life. Porque si uno eh, pone más confianza en nuestra propia mente, en nuestra propia percepción, vamos a tener dificultades en nuestra vida espiritual. And if something seems wrong from the spiritual master side, the, the first stance a devotee should take is, I don't understand it. I need to understand what he's saying. Y entonces, si algo se siente mal desde la perspectiva de la instrucción de un guru, de nuestro maestro espiritual, la primera instancia que uno debiese tener es, hey, yo no lo puedo entender. You know, Por favor, explícame, ¿no? Spiritual life is, it's so different from material life that sometimes it, it's difficult to understand why the spiritual master would say something, but he is looking at it in a much different way than you're looking at it. Entonces, eh, la vida espiritual es muy diferente a como nosotros entendemos las cosas materialmente. Y... Eh, hay que darse cuenta de que el maestro espiritual ve las cosas desde un punto, de una perspectiva distinta a la que nosotros lo vemos. Better be safe than sorry. Eh, mejor eh, estar seguro que disculparse después. But I always thought, I always felt that if Somebody could doubt Srila Bhakti Siddhanta, his own disciples could doubt him, then what does it speak of us? We could, you know, we could doubt so many things. So it's, it's really, our faith has to be protected. Entonces, y también a veces pienso, ¿no? Que si alguien pudo dudar de sus, si sus propios discípulos pudieron dudar de Srila Bhakti Siddhanta, eh, ¿qué queda para nosotros? Que dudamos de todo. Hmm. Govinda, Govinda, Govinda. There's another comment. Hmm. You know what faith is? Faith is the effulgence of Radharani. Did you know that? ¿Saben lo que es la fe? La fe es la fulgencia. La fulgencia de Radharani. Es su halo. That's faith. That's what faith is. And with that effulgence, you can see Krishna. Y con esa efulgencia uno puede ver a Krishna. And faith is that medium by which you can understand what is beyond intelligence. Y la fe es ese medio por el cual uno puede entender lo que está más allá de la inteligencia. Because look at you have so many intelligent atheists whose IQs are greater than ours and whose Porque... learning is greater than ours materially. Veamos, they can't eh, understand that God exists. So, yeah, it's that faith is like a faith is like a rocket ship, and that takes you beyond the mental intellectual plane to the transcendental plane. But without that faith, you stop on the intellectual plane and you can't understand things beyond the intellectual plane. Entonces, eh, la fe es como ese cohete, ¿no? Que nos lleva más allá del, del plano intelectual material hacia el plano espiritual. Entonces, sin la fe, nosotros solo nos quedamos 
en el plano intelectual y no podemos avanzar hacia el plano superior, el plano espiritual. ¿no? And sometimes Prabhupada would say something that was so transcendental we couldn't even understand it. It wasn't coming from this world and we're, you know, there was no place in our brain to make sense of it, you know, but we had to accept that this, although it doesn't make sense, this is so transcendental. I have to accept it. Who am I to, to, to doubt? Entonces, eh, algunos discípulos de Silo Prabhupada les costaba entender algunas cosas que decía, eh, pero hay que darse cuenta de que lo que él decía era desde una perspectiva más trascendental. Entonces, ¿quiénes somos nosotros para dudar de esto? And sometimes when a devotee would doubt, Prabhupada would say something which amounted to basically, well, what do you know? You're just an insignificant entity in a vast universe. What experience do you have to doubt what the Bhagavatam is saying, which is coming Entonces, from a transcendental perspective? Puede que haya al, al, algo que nosotros leamos en alguna escritura, por ejemplo, si no Bhagavatam, que no nos haga mucho sentido y que, y que, no, y que dudemos de la veracidad de esas afirmaciones. Y la, ahí nosotros tenemos que preguntarnos a nosotros mismos ¿Quiénes somos? ¿Qué, sé, ¿Qué sabes tú? O sea, al final somos seres insignificantes. Que, que no, ¿Cuál es nuestra experiencia para poder dudar de algo o no? Srila Prabhupada, it says there's a, there's a, the sun god is, has a chariot and it travels and, you know, uh, that, you know, does that really happen? And, you know, like, who are you? What do you know? <laughs> Entonces, eh, Srila Prabhupada, pero aquí dice que el, el, el sol es una carroza, ¿no? Que se mueve y esto sucede. Pero, ¿cómo, cómo puede ser esto posible? Y, okay. hey, yeah. ¿Cómo sabes tú si es verdad o no? I'm not, I'm, not to, you know, I'm not saying just have blind faith. But there are certain things that we don't have the capacity to, to doubt. We're Entonces, not qualified no, to doubt those no estamos things. Diciendo, no estamos diciendo que tengamos una fe ciega, pero hay ciertas cosas que simplemente no estamos calificados para dudar acerca yeah. de ellas. So, so, um, We may doubt so many things, and I will ask you, well, you know, we've been doubting so many things for so many lives. It's not working for us. How does that work? How are, how, is all, how are all those doubts working out for you? Entonces, so eh, Here I am again. I'm, I'm, I'm coming around again for the millionth time. Those doubts are not working for me. Entonces nosotros eh, tenemos muchas, vidas, muchas dudas, y bueno, por, el, por muchas vidas nosotros hemos tenido muchas dudas, y la pregunta ahí que nos hace no es, ¿Cómo les ha estado funcionando eso? Eh? Eh, porque al final lo único que esas dudas han logrado es mantenernos aquí, eh, siguiendo teniendo dudas. I mean, I mean, you know, like, is God really blue? Does he play a flute? I mean, that's pretty far out. Así como, hey, ¿es Dios realmente azul y toca la flauta? Eso como que ya está un poco oído, ¿no? And he's got girlfriends. Come on, come on, give me a break. Y, esto, y tiene novias, eh, vamos, denme un respiro, por favor. Yeah, that's the limited mind will think that way. Y bueno, así es como eh, la mente limitada piensa, ¿no? And the problem is when you think that way, you can't then enter into that realm of consciousness where you can understand and fully appreciate and have faith in the, the Krishna's transcendental form and, and qualities and pastimes. 
Y entonces eh, el problema es que esa mente como eh, no, nos, no nos permite, eh, ¿cómo se dice? Eh, tener fe y de esa manera poder, eh, 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 es decir, poder entender y tal vez tener un, un atisbo de los pasatiempos, de la forma y de las eh, cosas que hacía Krishna. So, to address those doubts, um, I was just thinking, I forgot what I was going to say. To, to address, to address those doubts, you know, Prabhupada will just, you know, make us look at our, our what are your, what is your qualification to doubt this? Entonces, para responder estas dudas, eh, si la Prabhupada nos hacía darnos cuenta o nos preguntaba, ¿no? ¿Cuál es nuestra cualificación? ¿Cuáles son nuestras credenciales para poder dudar de esto? And then, and then Prabhupada would say, look, you think Vyasadev is wasting his time making up some stories? Y entonces, si la Prabhupada ahí decía, mira, ¿tú crees que Vyasadeva perdió su tiempo inventando todas estas historias? You think Shukadev Goswami's playing jokes on Prakshit Maharaj, tell him some fairy tales before he dies, make him feel good? Ni tú crees que Shukadev Goswami le está entendiendo, o sea, haciendo un chiste, una broma a Prakshit Maharaj, contándole todas estas historias sin sentido. How how is it that Jiva Goswami, arguably the greatest philosopher that ever lived, is describing these stories like he's got nothing better to do than? Then you know, discuss fairy tales and mythology. The Prabhupada would try to appeal to our, our reasoning that way. Y por ejemplo también cómo cómo es que Jiva Goswami, uno de los grandes, el mejor filósofo de, de todos los tiempos, eh, podría haber estado eh, jugando con estas historias inventadas y mitologías. Eh, but, así es como si la Prabhupada nos hacía eh, entender esto, ¿no? But I think one of the most obvious things for us is that when you hear Krishna Lila, you become purified. Y yo creo que una de las cosas más importantes eh, sí, para nosotros es que cuando escuchamos los Krishna Lilas eh, How did you get purified if this isn't real? ¿Y cómo, 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 te, ¿Cómo te puede purificar escuchar Krishna Lila si no fuera verdad? If this is not transcendental, how did you get purified? Si esto no es trascendental, ¿cómo te purifica? I read tons of fairy tales when I was a kid and I didn't get purified by it. So how am I getting purified, purified by this if it's also fairy tales? Yo leí muchos cuentos de hadas cuando era niño y no me purificó. ¿Y cómo es posible que esto me purifique si fuera un cuento de hadas? So that should enforce our faith because we have that experience. Esto debería reforzar nuestra fe, porque nosotros tenemos esta experiencia de purificación. We all have that experience. Todos nosotros hemos tenido esa And we all have the experience that prasadam has a different effect than just some loaf of bread you buy at the store. Eh, y todos tenemos la experiencia de que el prasadam tiene un efecto distinto de cualquier pan que compras en la tienda. And, and we also know you can't sing the same song every day for the rest of your life without going completely crazy at some point. Y todos sabemos, 
todos sabemos que nadie puede cantar la misma canción por el resto de su vida por dos horas sin volverse loco. Okay, you, you imagine, I ask you to chant, she loves you, yeah, 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 she loves you, yeah, 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 and a love like that, you know you can't, I don't know, however that song goes, you can't be, and a love like that, you know it can't be bad. And now you have to sing that tomorrow for two hours, get up at four o'clock and sing that for two hours. Then when you finish, call an ambulance to take you to the mental hospital because you could have gone crazy. Y entonces da el ejemplo de, de esa canción de los Beatles, ¿no? Eh, que, ¿Qué pasa si yo les dijera que tienen que cantar esa canción eh, por dos horas todos los días y levantándose a las cuatro de la mañana? Bueno, a las siete de la mañana ya, ya habría que llamar al, 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 a la ambulancia para que los lleve a una, al manicomio. So we are having practical experience and that we just have to look at that and, and that will nourish our faith. Y entonces eh, nosotros tenemos esa experiencia práctica y tenemos que nutrirnos de ella para fortalecer nuestra fe. Sometimes I reflect on my life right before I was, I was a devotee and then how I became a devotee and how miraculous it was that I was able to follow the four regular principles. A veces eh, pienso ¿no? en mi vida de cómo era antes de convertirme en devoto y cómo cuando me convertí en devoto fue milagroso porque pude seguir los principios y todo. ¿no? I have a memory, very clear memory. The first program I went to was in the Student Union, University of California at Berkeley. I got on the elevator with one of the devotees and someone said, what are your principles? He listed the four principles. This is 19 years old. In my mind, I said, I could never do that. You know, no drugs, no sex. I just thought, that's impossible. I could never do that. I couldn't imagine ever even wanting to do it. Let's speak of actually doing it. And then six months later, I did it. So, you know, unless the Hare Krishna mantra works, how is that possible? Because none of my other friends did it. They're, still, they're probably still doing it now. Entonces, eh, eh, tiene eh, la memoria viva, ¿no? De cuando fue a la primera reunión de los devotos en la universidad y que se subieron al ascensor y eh, empezó un devoto a, a decir, no, mira, estos son los cuatro principios, esto es lo que hay que hacer. Y él pensó a, para sus adentros, hey, yo nunca podría hacer eso. Y a los seis meses eh, lo estaba haciendo porque se hizo devoto, ¿no? Y entonces, ¿cómo puede que eso sea posible? So we have all the evidence in front of us. We just have to look at it. Entonces, el objetivo, o sea, el, el punto es que tenemos la evidencia enfrente de nosotros. Solo tenemos que verlo. One thing I've observed over my life that the most advanced devotees are the ones who are most serious about Prabhupada's instructions, the most dedicated to his instructions, the most nuanced about this is exactly what Prabhupada wants. So their whole life is to try to understand what he wants and follow it. Entonces, eh, una de las cosas que él ha, se, ha, él ha realizado, se ha realizado, las realizaciones que ha tenido es que los devotos más avanzados que conoce son los que intentan seguir mejor la instrucción de Sila Prabhupada, como tratar de conocer su humor y conocer lo que realmente quiere decir con sus instrucciones.
So do we have any other questions? And there's no more questions in the chat. Wow, amazing. No questions. Is that a good sign or a bad sign? I think it's a good sign. Pregunta si es, si que no haya preguntas es una, un buen signo o un mal signo. It's a good sign for me, then I can go take some prasadam now. Es una... Okay. I just before we go, I want to show you how strong I am. That I have so much muscles, I can push, I can push a brick wall and make it move back. Okay, you want to see? I can push it back and make it come back. Just the way it is. Okay. We were just I'm in my studio right now, so we were just testing out my studio to see how it works for video. Probando como las cosas para grabar videos en su estudio. Because I'm doing some programs, you know, people are paying for them. I want to have a better backdrop. I'm looking for a like a nice mystical backdrop. I have a few of them, but um, I'll have to um, buy the cloth and hang it and see if it works. Anyway, I'm sure we can go. We can look at some of them. You know, I can show them to you, or I can send them to you. We can decide. Me está buscando un fondo para. Así I que can, se vea mejor. Porque I have, tiene que um, hacer algunas, algunos videos. Vamos a ver si nos podemos divertir un poco antes de que se termine la clase. This is Rindakund in Vrindavan. En Vrindavan. There's a deity of Vrindadevi there. Hay una deidad de Vrindadevi ahí. There's a deity of Vrindadevi. In that temple there. Ahí está, la deidad de Vrindadevi. Wow, like how beautiful. You like it? Bonita. All right. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's I have, cool. I have, um, we have Kusham Sarovara. This is in Vrindavan, one of the first places you go to when you do Parikrama. Any of you been here before? Okay. Yes, me and my parents. Mm -hmm. When you do Govardhan Prakrama, you you start here usually. My daughter was initiated at the temple. It's a temple next to this, and that's where my daughter was initiated. Entonces, en general, se, se, cuando se hace el Govardhan Parikram, se empieza en este templo. Y un templo que está cerca de ahí es donde se inició su hija. Yeah. Goranga, okay. Now, I was spending my time the other day looking for proper backdrops, but these virtual backgrounds, they kind of distort you. Because and then, Prem, I came up with this one. This is pretty good, but it's kind of like, you know, it's night right now. <laughs> People are thinking, wait a minute, it's night, and it's, you know, where do you live? <laughs> Summer, yeah. So these backgrounds don't really work because they're always light, right? 
Yeah, this they is... work. They work when they're small. They look good. Like they look good. If you don't put me on gallery view, it looks good. But when you put me on gallery view, it looks doesn't look good. But we can't. Um, yeah. We were actually thinking of having a retreat online. Someone suggested that. Like we do every year in India, we have a retreat. Goes all day. I don't know. Maybe we could go three hours a day for a week or something. Wow, that would be amazing. I've been studying a few things that I think would really be good for it. There's a lot of you um, um, were unable to go to the retreat, only a few of you. Like three of yeah, you that I yeah. at the retreat. That, that's something we can consider. I don't know, maybe maybe around Easter when people are more free or something. So we can discuss that. But, you know, you'd have to like be able to free yourself a few hours a day. I don't know if that's possible. What do you think? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I just moved into my One castle. Four. You like my castle? Yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of nice, but yeah. anyway. That's the problem with the virtual world. It gives you the power to become God. You can just like change things like, you know, like that. It's not healthy to have this much control. It really isn't. I don't think. I don't think it's healthy to have this much control of your life. Because <laughs> then you're imitating God. Okay, just a boring brick wall. <laughs> <laughs> now when you see the brick wall in relation to those others, it's kind of boring, isn't it? <laughs> it's good for doing like music, I think. You know, Playing a song and singing, it's kind of got that mood. But for a lecture, it's not the best, I don't think. Okay. So I'm going to go chant some mantras. They start with Sharira Avijaja. And <laughs> one of my favorite mantras. <laughs> I, think it's your I think it's your favorite mantra also, right? Hare Krishna. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Jai. Thank you, Harash. Oranga, nice to Go see down. you all. Hari Bol. Hari Bol.